Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Blog Talk Radio. Well, now, that's odd. It was supposed to start out with music. Uh, apparently, I didn't get it going. This is Rev Kess with uh, Kali Sarah waiting in the wings. Are you there, dear? I'm not in the wings. I'm in the peanut gallery. Yum. Okay, you're in the peanut gallery, and you are listening to Pig and Musings. I thought I had music queued up to start, but hey, that's how things go. So let's go ahead and go into a little something. Start with something a little soft and easy. One Autumn Day by Catherine Duck.
And welcome to Pagan Musings. For those of you who are used to listening to the show, you can tell my voice is crap. I have been sick for three days, and I still have two more to go before I get a day off to rest. But otherwise, it's Samhain. We're here. It's the witching hour. Well, four minutes past the witching hour here in the central time zone. So let's see what kind of fun we can have. How are you doing, Kali? I'm here. You're here. Is that all you've got to say tonight? Um, oh well, no, not tonight. <laughs> oh. Well, it is Samhain. What did you get to do for Samhain? I took bug trick-or-treating. Gosh, we went trick-or-treating for about an hour and a half. For a three-year-old, pretty darn good. Yeah. You got loot. Get chocolate loot. Grandma tried to steal my butterfinger. Ooh. I know. Hey, Grandma. Hey, at least you didn't have any Clark bars she was trying to steal. Any what? Clark bars. I, I, I don't think I've heard of them. Oh, they're an old candy. It's uh, it's a joke. It's something from um, Hocus Pocus. Chocolate-covered fingers of a man named Clark. Okay. People who have watched the movie more than once or twice, they'll get it. Okay, so true story. You know, we taught Bug to to ring the doorbell, and then when people answer the door, he's supposed to say trick-or-treat. Well, this woman answered, and she had a walker, which I think threw him off. So he just kind of stared for a little bit, and I said, Bug, what do you say? And he kind of looked at me, and he looked at the lady, and he said, Who are you? <laughs> like, okay, that is not what you say to people when you knock on their door. Okay. But it was still cute. Yeah, he's three years old. He could like blow his nose on people's arm, and they think it's cute. In fact, he did that yeah. like three times. He blew his nose on your arm? Huh? <coughs> Pardon me. He blew his nose on your arm, and you thought it was cute? No, I don't think it's cute. Other people think it's cute. You know, oh. I blew my nose on clothing, and, and people think I'm like a weirdo. But, oh, please yeah. tell me that was muted. Huh? It must have been. I went into a coughing fit and I managed to mute myself. Okay. I'm going to do another piece of music and try to get this cough under control for a minute, okay? Okie doke. Mm-hmm. 
And that was Rise Up Witches by Leanne Hussey off her debut album, Homebrew. Alrighty, we've heard a lot of Leanne Hussey on the show in the past. I love her so much, I just got to keep playing her. But we do have some other stuff coming up, because Kali Sarah has been a busy little bee. Take that as you will. And has managed to uh, get us permission from Elven Drums and Blackmore's Night to play any and all of their music. Unfortunately, before tonight's show, I was not able to get any of Blackmore's Night converted over to MP3. Being sick as a dog, I've not been able to really focus on anything. And we lost Kali Sarah. She dropped her call somehow, so we'll see how long it takes for her to get back. But, like I said, we are talking about Samhain. Samhain is the Celtic New Year. Uh celebrated as such by most Wiccans, uh, many of the Norse persuasion, and many other pagans around the world, even 
somewhat down in the uh, southern hemisphere, even though their seasons are opposite of ours. Pardon me. But it is also a time of remembrance, remembering those who have gone before. Now, many of us have lost loved ones over the past year or so, and it's hard to deal with, I know. Uh, The pagan community has also lost some dear people recently, most recently being Ted Andrews, who died of cancer on the 24th of October. Now, there are many others out there. I don't have them all in my head. I will look that up. I've gotten an email from the Pagan Rights Awareness Network, I believe that's the correct name of the group, uh, giving me a list of the recently deceased in the pagan community. Now, speaking of deceased and pagan community, I'd like to remind all of our listeners out there that Covenant of the Goddess, is that right? I think so. Uh, works along with Selena Fox on the uh, Pagan Cemetery. Now, I may be wrong on which group she's working with on that, but it is a cemetery that is designated specifically for pagan burial rites. There are many pagans across the country and maybe even in other parts of the world who they have two markers. They have a marker in their local area where they were buried by their family as well as they have had a marker placed in the cemetery. Uh, I will be getting more specific information for you on that. I am wondering what happened to Kali. I think she completely dropped her connection because I'm not even seeing her in the chat rooms or her dear husband. Oh. But I am going to play a little bit of music and see what's going on. And before I do that, I wanted to remind our listeners live or on the archive that you can visit the Pagan Alliance Network to chat with us and other listeners, and that is PaganAllianceNetwork.ning.com. We have two chat rooms. We have the main chat, and there's also the Pagan Musings fan group, which is listed under groups, and we have the chat open 24-7 on that, but it is mainly only used during our show. The main chat gets used periodically throughout the day, every day of the week. If by chance you want to call in and have something that you would like to add to our discussion during this show or any future show, you can call us at area code 347-857-3605. And I believe, yes, I have Kali coming back on the air. How are you? Hey. Completely went away. Skype dropped, or did you lose your internet connection? Um, actually, I'm kicking Stormy off the internet right now to see if that helps. I'm down ah. two megabytes per second. How cool is that? Ooh. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, I think I've managed to huh? manage to ramble for a little while and fill some space here. <laughs> oh, so don't take my key. Oh. Aside from sending angry glares at my computer screen, I'm not sure what else I can do about it. I don't know. But that's fine. I'm used to rambling. You know that. I'm pretty good at rambling. Ramble, ramble, ramble. But, anywho, Uh, I was... Huh? Yeah. Okay. I don't know what's going on, but there's nothing new there. Okay. Where am I? Um, Lincoln, Nebraska. Yeah, I'm sitting on the sofa. It's so nice. I don't have to hide in my bedroom to do this. 
But uh, let's see what I can do here. We've got some random people just kind of babbling away in the chat rooms. Um, don't know what's going on. Nobody really talking about what we're talking about. Like I said, we were talking about Solon. You missed it while you were trying to figure out what was going on with your connection. Um, mentioned Ted Andrews, who had recently passed away, and that's actually kind of a blow to the pagan community because he's one of the main sources for uh, totem information with his Animal Speak and Animal Wise. Now, I know there's other books out there and other sources out there, but uh, that's one that almost everybody starts out with is Animal Speak. Yes, one of the best totem animal books available on the market. Hands down. Definitely fully comprehensive. Yes. What I like about it is that he also addressed um, insects as totems. Mm-hmm. Not just your mammals and birds and fishies, but insects. Fishies? Did I say fishies? Yes, I did. Okay. I think somebody needs to hurt me. <laughs> uh, don't look at me. I'm doing it my way. Yeah, I know. You're a little too far away to be able to hurt me at all. Yeah, you can still try. I'm sorry, what? But I can still think bad thoughts at you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I said, there has been... Um, a email from one of the e-lists that I'm on that includes a uh, listing of pagans who have passed away in the last year. If I can find the beginning of this, I will be doing good. Okay. Da-da-da. Ooh. Okay. That's why I wasn't finding what I was looking for. I got it off the pagan clergy list. Hmm. Okay. So, hey, I see you're back online. Woohoo! Gonna see for how long that works? Yeah. Yeah, so I do apologize to our listeners for uh, for me especially sounding so out of it tonight. But uh, please bear with us. We were originally going to be doing a pre-recorded show, as our live listeners have said. Why aren't you pre-recorded? You would make more sense if you were. But unfortunately, due to scheduling conflicts and lack of funds, we had to cancel our scheduled trip to Denver, which is oh so disappointing. Because if we were in Denver right now, I wouldn't be the sick for one. I'd actually be able to breathe. I can breathe in Denver. I can't breathe in Nebraska when I'm sick. This is not helping me at all. Okay. I'm going to play a little bit of music while figuring out what I'm looking for and where it went, okay? Okay. Sound like an idea, or do you want to ramble? Uh, Is that you calling in on Skype, too? Yes. Okay. I'll get us switched over to that with some music, too. Uh, Dark Side by Elvin Drum. In the darkness where we don't go, 
And there we go. Let's see here. That was good music, wasn't it? Yes, yes. I love Elvin Drums. So much so that she made sure you got permission from them for us to play them on our show. Thank you. Darn right. And we'll have Blackmore's Night next week, too. I just didn't get around to converting anything to MP3. Yeah, yeah, I know. Excuses, excuses, right? Eh. I'm full of them sometimes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm full of something. Well, I didn't say that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You were thinking it. You were thinking it. Really, really, really loudly. Yeah, I'm sure loudly enough for all of our listeners, live or archived, to hear it. <laughs> yeah. I'm such a bad person. Well, I didn't say that either. Okay. Anywho, what are your thoughts on Solid? Um... Uh, you know, you got the thinning of the veil. You got the reverence for people who have died before. Um, I like to think of it as a really good way to mark the beginning of time of introspection and my yearly hibernation. I love my <laughs> yearly hibernation. I miss my yearly hibernation. For some reason, the toddler just doesn't understand. The mama doesn't want to talk to anybody. <laughs> Very sad. Well, you know, the... Yeah. I, I've decided, though, you know, the, the yearly hibernation thing, the whole introspection thing, is much more natural to a true introvert, which uh, I'm seriously beginning to accept as as uh, part of my condition of being. My son, however, is an extrovert. He needs to interact, and I need to not interact. And that can cause some uh, psychological issues with mama. Yeah, I mean, me, not, uh, you know, mama, mama. <laughs> yeah, I know. Psychological issues, me, never. <laughs> uh, no, no, never, 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 never. Yeah, there's a nice little story by Ray Bradbury called The Halloween Tree. Have you read that? No. No? Uh, I've got a little quote from it. Halloween, sly does it, tiptoe cat spa, slide and creep, but why, what for? How? Who? When? Where did it all begin? You don't know, do you? Asked Carapace Clavicle Mound Shroud, climbing out under the pile of leaves under the Halloween tree. You don't really know. That's the opening to uh, Mike Nichols' essay on Solon, which you can read that on his website, or you can visit the uh, blog associated with Pangaea Metaphysical Store, and that is pangaeastore.com slash blog. It's the Samhain essay by Mike Nichols that was posted there for this month. Speaking of that blog, there is a contest every month with that blog. It's called the Blog Comment Content Contest. Yeah, real original there. 
the uh, next message after Mike Nichols' essay is of solid death and dying, and that is the uh, contest message. Read that. Which post a comment sometime before I get home from work tomorrow, <laughs> and uh, you'll be entered into a drawing for a bottle of protection oil. So far, we've only got a few entries on that, but we're getting there. Anyways, you were going to say, dear? Um, well, here, I thought that everybody missed entering by about half an hour. <laughs> no, I decided to extend it because, well, we had to do the show late, so. Mm. Mm, this is true. And yes. besides, so. Monday isn't until the 2nd, and that's the first business day of the month. Oh, there you go. There we go. Did okay. you just shift? Did I just shift what? Shift something. I don't know. I well, I'm not keeping track of your shiftings. <laughs> well, if the way you're feeling is any indication, that might not be as uh, easy a task as one would hope. No, so far my throat hasn't swollen shut on me, but that may be tomorrow. You get the nose okay. infection, I get the throat infection. That's the way it works. Well, that's because you're afraid to speak your mind sometimes. Yeah, and swallowing a, a concentrated cup of bleach when I was about three years old probably had nothing to do with that either. But yes, yes, the, the chakra has issues. Yeah. <laughs> Just because there's a metaphysical reason doesn't mean there's not also a, a, physical, a physical reason. reason. <laughs> yes. So why do I have a chronic sinus infection? Um, you inherited the wrong nose. I don't know. I know my nose well, is too small for my face. Yeah. Well, it's it's actually uh, sinus infections more have to do with the uh, the size of the drainage ducts. So what you you probably have some uh, some smaller drainage ducts, which means you should actually take on a regular basis something that loosens mucus so that you can keep that flowing. Yeah. Well, with all the sinus infections I've had during my life, I know I've got lots of scar tissue in my sinuses that isn't rearing. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that can be cured with again. surgery. Yeah, and who's paying for that? <clears throat> the store. <sighs> well, I didn't say right now, but you know. <laughs> yeah, because I don't get insurance with my day job, night job, whatever the heck you want to call it. Until oh, I barely uh, get insurance with my day job. I know. I know. And to clarify and correct myself from earlier, it's Circle Sanctuary that has the Pagan Cemetery. Sorry, mm-hmm. that's circlesanctuary.org. You can go there for information, as well as you can find out a little bit more about some of the uh, well-known members of the Pagan community who have unfortunately passed away recently, including Marion Weinstein and Ted Andrews. And even though we are talking about pagans who have died, let's try to keep in mind that Isaac Bonewitz, who is suffering from uh, cancer, I can't remember what form right now, uh, is holding his own in the hospital. 
I will be checking his blog here shortly. His wife has been updating it. Phaedra is a wonderful woman. And I'll uh, see if I can find out what's been going on for him. But last I time I read, which was yesterday, he was still going strong. Yes, dear? Yeah. I want to say it's, it's like lung or esophageal cancer. Does that sound right? Um, Maybe I'm hallucinatory. I want to say that it's colon oh. cancer because... They were asking why it wasn't caught on his colonoscopy uh, last year. That could be it, yeah. So I'm going to check here. Um, my Twitter has been keeping me up to date on some of this stuff. Um, okay. <coughs> Pardon me, people. Through the Wild Hunts blog, I've been able to keeping you know, the uh, swing of things, if you will, for what's been going on. Okay, I just need to find his. Isaac Bonewitz. I've managed not to bookmark every single person that I should. Mm-hmm. So I have to go scouring the Internet to find things. Um. Well, as of October 29th, which was the last blog update, he was doing well. There's a bit of minor infection that they want to get under control before they start any chemo or radiation, and it is yeah. uh, colon cancer. Okay. And um, his wife was sick with the flu when he went into the hospital, so she couldn't spend any time with him. Poor Phaedra. But for those of you who don't know who Isaac Bonewitz is, I know there's got to be at least one person out there who doesn't. Druid, author, musician. Some people might consider him an asshole. But yeah. everything that I've ever read of his is worth it. Everything I've ever listened to him, of his that is recorded is either really good or just damn funny. Ain't going to shave no more being one of the funny ones. <laughs> he does silks and he does serious. Um, yeah. Some of his stuff you'll be able to hear tomorrow morning, this morning, however you want to phrase it, Sunday morning at 9 a.m. Central Time on uh, Murphy's Magic Mess, KZUM.org. I know she's bringing some of his stuff in, and if she's not, then Damon is. I won't be there. I'm sleeping in tomorrow. Yeah, Isaac Bonewoods is kind of like the contemporary, I don't know, um, gardener. Kind of, sort of, yeah. Not so weird. He, he's, he's not the 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 egomaniacal jerk-off. This is only an opinion that is not shared by Pagan Musings or Blog Talk Radio in er, any form. The uh, e- egomaniacal little jerk-off that uh, um, um, Crowley was. And... Not the flake that uh, you know some some of our uh, more <laughs> modern authors can be. Um, yeah. And like Kali said, this is her opinion, not the necessarily the opinion of Pagan Musings, Pangaea Metaphysical Store, or the Pagan Alliance Network, or Blog Talk Radio for that matter. But eh, yep. I would agree with you. <laughs> oh, so it is the opinion of Pagan Musings. Well, okay, it's the opinion of everybody on Pagan Musings, but not It's the opinion of the hosts. Yes, Pagan Musings is not its own entity <laughs> as of yet. Gotta love that legality stuff. 
Uh, I'm getting griped at in one of the chat rooms because I was swearing on the podcast and we don't allow swearing in the uh, pan chat room. And I'm explaining to them that we can swear on the podcast within reason because, well, this is a mature audience. We, we we do try to keep it toned out. I mean, anybody who knows me in real life knows that uh, I can make a trucker blush. I really I can. I can make a sailor blush. Oh, hold on. That's another story. Okay, how about a trucking sailor? Put us together and we can make a trucking sailor blush. Well, talk about getting the fleet on uh, two different fronts there. Okay. My mind is going totally in the wrong direction, but the reason why we can get away with swearing on the podcast is because it's not part of Pang. It's not part of the Pagan Alliance Network. It's just sponsored by it. And really the only reason that we try and mix swearing in the Pan chat room is because it is a uh, – Pan, Pan is meant to be a representation of the Pagan community as – how do I want to say this? Um we're 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 trying to present a reasonable and reasonably decent front of and I hate the word front but you know that's pretty much what it is to to the uh, mainstream uh, personnel so you know that that's why we discourage any behaviors that might turn off. A, a significant portion of the audience. It, it's not that you know we're trying to lie to people. It's just that it's a best foot forward kind of thing. Yeah, I mean it's that, it's okay to swear occasionally in the chat room, but we yeah. don't want it to turn in like we've seen on some other groups where it's every other word, or yeah. it uh, some, somebody on there takes it personally and it turns into a flame war. That's yeah. why we we. Uh, and, discourage the swearing in the chat room. Now, anything that is on PAN is uh, technically part of PAN. The podcast Mm -hmm. that we're on right now is uh, also simulcast on PAN through a Mm -hmm. uh, widget. It's Mm -hmm. not part of PAN. It's just so happens that the hosts of the podcast that you're listening to, Pagan Music, are also the co-founders of PAN, but... That's neither here nor well, there. It's just how it works the, out. And, and the thing, okay, the thing is, you and me are the co-founders of Pan. We're the high priest and priestess of Dolphin Moon Coven. We're the co-owners of Pangaea Metaphysical Store. And we're the co-hosts of Pagan Musings. None mm. of these four entities are, are connected to each other in a strictest sense. However, the the mere nature of the beast means that there is a certain amount of crossover. However, you and I have, and, you know, we've had how many discussions now about, you know, what we can do ethically and morally to keep these groups separate and and yet Mm -hmm. still be such significant participants in all of them. You know, we yeah. we actually do work very hard to keep them all separate entities. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, we encourage people from from the coven to join the discussion groups and vice versa. Um, and everybody should shop at our store. 
hint, hint, nudge, nudge, wink, wink. <laughs> but but the shameless thing is, plug. Go to penguiastore.com. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> but the the thing is, we actually do work very hard to keep all of these entities separate mm-hmm. and distinct. Well, for example, the Pagan Alliance Network has its own fund. It is 100% separate from uh-huh. Dolphin Moon Coven, from uh-huh. Pengaia Metaphysical, from Kali Sarah's wallet, from Rev Phil's wallet. Bummer. Yeah, I know. Bummer Perfect because the funds are actually sitting higher than my <laughs> bank account. <laughs> <laughs> That's sad. Oh. Well, there's not a whole lot in the account right now. I mean, rent's due on Monday, so yeah, there we go. Yeah. Yeah, what money is there is spoken for. But yeah, oh, well, we've strayed a little one. bit from our topic of Sawan and death and dying and all that, yeah. but it is kind of an important point that we've made here. Yeah. And you mentioned earlier that this time of the year, going into the dark of the year, is the time for introspection. Um, plotting and planning what you're going to do in the next year. Mm-hmm. So basically what introspection is, as well as looking over the previous year. So it's a good time for people to work on meditation, to work on uh, building their self-esteem, to work on uh, making changes in their personal lives, in their work environments, in their home environments, uh, interpersonal relationships. Working on on themselves. to, To work on their impressions of Pinky and the Brain. What are we going to do tonight? Pinky, I don't know, Ray, but when we're going to find a swimming pool full of jello at this time of night? No, Pinky, tonight we're going to take over the world. No, 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 no. <laughs> Are you thinking what I'm here. thinking, Pinky? Gee, I don't know, Brain. Where are we going to find rubber pants on sides this time of night? Me and Pippi Longstocking, what would the children look like? Okay, you we know? have gone completely I, I'm, away I'm from what we should that that particular joke just proves that there is no such thing as a cartoon just for kids. They <laughs> all had that subversive thing going on. Oh, um, wow. You, you ever watch oh. the old cartoons, like uh, Bugs Bunny and all them? They Bugs are and vicious drag. and violent. I saw one, my, my parents bought uh, Bugs, you know, like a classics cartoon DVD, right? Yeah. And there was one where there was like this uh this gangster who was called Babyface and, and Bugs Bunny ends up, you know, babysitting this baby who's actually this gangster and, and like carries around guns and stuff. And I'm like, Okay, you know, there's some uh, pretty heavy implications in this video right here. Yeah. yeah. Well look Okay, at that's Scooby-Doo. all about introspection right there, by the way. <laughs> but look hey, at Scooby Doo. You can a tell show about a lot drugs. about a cartoon about okay. drugs. Mm-hmm. But you you can seriously you can tell a lot about a person and what they think of themselves and what they think of the world by how they interpret movies, TV shows, things like that. Oh, I would be afraid to know what some people think about how I interpret things. Oh. But, but like the if they read is, my little rant on the Saw movie series in the uh, midsummer issue of the Pagan Alliance News. 
<laughs> but but seriously, I mean, you, you've you've seen this about uh, certain things, you know, especially some of the more, um, I guess you would call them uh, deep and and uh, perhaps even ambiguous movies. You know, when somebody gives an opinion of what, like. Okay, 2001 A Space Odyssey is a good one. That's, that's like, nobody gets that one. <laughs> but the way that people interpret it, you can tell. It just it says more about what they are and what they are about than it actually does what the movie is about. Mm-hmm. It really does. So, you know, every now and again, if you look back at the way you yourself have interpreted things, you know, you can see themes in your interpretations that actually speak volumes about the way that you look at the world. So I am a boring curmudgeon. So we all knew that. <laughs> this, this is not front page news, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I tend to analyze things from a uh, psychosocial perspective psychological and sociological perspective, occasionally throwing in the religious or spiritual aspects to things, even, dare I say it, soap operas. And when I say soap operas, I don't mean your daytime soaps. I mean your, your, (coughs) pardon me, primetime shows that are soap operas. And some of them are. I was going to say something, and it just, I think it flew out of my head along with that last coughing smell I had. Awesome. Did your thought train jump tracks and forget to land? Something like that. It was going to be something that was going to make you go, that was, you were going to go off on me, and I was actually going to mute you and play music right after I said it. And I don't <coughs> remember what it was. No, I'm that's play just music. not nice. <coughs> music. Music. I'm dying over here for a second. Music. Where did it go? <laughs> Here we go.
Okay, I think I'm still live over here. At least I seem to be. I think I have a pulse. Yes, I have a pulse. Uh, a pulse. Okay, that was Manaz. Uh, who was that by? <laughs> I went into a coffee fit and everything went. Woo. That was by James Stratton Crawley, with an A, not an O, uh, off of Rune Secrets. That and some of the other music that I'm playing tonight you can find at music.mevio.com. Okay. Uh, I'm having a little difficulty breathing now, but I am here. I am not coughing in everybody's ears, so that is the main thing. Right? Uh, yeah. Okay. So, introspection. Yes. Uh, yeah. I know one thing I wish I could be doing, and that's just Sleeping. hiding away. Huh? Sleeping? Sleeping would be good. I would also like to have a hot toddy. Mm. Mm. Good tea, preferably either an Earl Grey or something with a mild mint flavor to it. Mm. And... Mm, Captain Morgan. I don't have any Captain Morgan. Oh, I can't help you there. I think I have some spice drum, unless your husband drank it all. Did you drink all the spice drum? He says no. Okay. How about it? Just remember, if you get drunk before the end of the show, I get to poke fun at you. Uh huh. <laughs> Actually, if I had been able to get home a little bit sooner, but equipment was malfunctioning at work, I would have drawn a nice hot bath, poured myself a glass of something, or heated up a glass of something, and I'd be doing the podcast from inside the tub. Phil? Yes? I, I, I'm, I'm just... You know, thinking of the the tags that they put on uh, like hair dryers and stuff. I realize <laughs> that the same tag is not on your laptop. However, <laughs> suicide is not the way to go, Phil. No matter how desperate it seems. No, no, that's not what I was implying. And I frequently watch movies <laughs> while I'm in the bath. Oh. You you just love flirting with death. <laughs> <laughs> or at least Wait a minute, I don't flirt with you. Who, me? Yeah. I'm not death. I'm the vocalization of the uh, of the goddess of death. Okay, okay. Big difference. One skeletal guy, you know, dresses up in a great big robe, walks around scaring people. Me, I just scare people. Okay. I'm not going to say it. Not going to say it. Oh, you can say it. Help me, Mommy. She's a scary lady. Yeah, except funny thing, kids think I'm awesome. I don't know why. I don't think yeah, that most is of weird realize thing. that I would like to cook them. Well, they are good, you know, 
sautéed with some garlic and you know put on some you know caraway rye or even dark rye with some spicy brown mustard. Yeah, you know, even a nice uh, light braising is good. Yes. You don't you don't want to cook cook them too much. I mean, they they still got that tender flesh going on. But anywho, yeah. They they yeah. they seem to think I'm cool. Their parents think I'm odd. Yeah. Well, yeah, you are odd. Well, duh. <laughs> okay. Here's a few other names for the mighty dead, the pagans who have fallen and crossed over to the other side in recent times. In this past year, joining the ranks of the mighty dead, Ted Andrews, Marion Weinstein, Leonard Schlein, Lady Urania, Hans Holzer, John Michelle, and Susan Wenger, a.k.a. Uh, Aduni Olorisa. Pardon me for mispronouncing that name. Now, probably thinking, who are some of these people? I don't know. Well, I we, know Ted Andrews. We know who Ted Andrews is. Marion Weinstein, or Weinstein. Um, she died on July 1st of this year. Uh, she's the author, or was the author, of Positive Magic, first published in 1978. And... Uh, <laughs> Several more books on her list. Um, let's see here. And she, there was a, a memorial service for her in July in New York City. Now, what are the other names on the list? Leonard Schlein. Um, do, 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 do. And he was not only just a best-selling author, but he was a surgeon in the Bay Area of San Francisco. Um, a surgeon pagan? Wait, aren't we all yes. supposed to be homosexuals? <laughs> uh, art and physics, alphabet versus the goddess, and sex. Oh, that's a good book. Alphabet versus, alphabet the, versus goddess? the goddess. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's a little bit about him. Um, you can find out more by going to Leonard Schlein. That's S H A. Excuse me, S H L A I N. dot com slash blog. Uh, find out more about him that way. And who else? Lady Urania, somebody who I was actually somewhat familiar with, not on a personal basis, mind you. Um, do, 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 April 30th, 2009 is when the message was posted to the witch's voice. She died peacefully in her sleep on the 30th of April after a long illness. Um, she did a lot of uh, work with a store called Stone Circle Products. Uh, she was a gifted teacher, tarot reader, high priestess, and crone. Also a loving mother and grandmother. Um, just, just seems to have been a really wonderful woman. I believe that she was a member of the pagan clergy list on Yahoo, and that's why the name was familiar to me when I first saw it back in April. 
Okay, you know, the worst thing ever, and this mm-hmm. is totally tangential, being extremely ticklish and having itches on the bottoms of your feet. Okay. What? That's like worse than waterboarding. And right at the same time as Lady Urania was uh, the death of Hans Holzer. He was a ghost hunter, paranormal investigator, and a quote-unquote popularizer of pagan faiths. Um, He passed away, like I said, around April 30th at the age of 89. Uh, Most people remember him for his ghost hunting and investigations into the Amityville house. He also played a key role in the spread of witchcraft and Wicca and other pagan faiths in America during the 70s with books like The New Pagans, The Truth About Witchcraft, and Confessions of a Witch. I've got at least one of those books in the lending library for Pan. Uh, yeah. Another yep. big name. I, yeah. I knew that the name meant something to me when I first saw it, and I had to go back and look at it again tonight and went, oh, yeah, okay. It meant something to me for other reasons than him being pagan. It was because of his paranormal investigations. I believe he was a guest at least once on Scott Colburn's uh, Exploring Unexplained Phenomena on KZUN.org. But John Mitchell, who died around the same time as the last two in April of this year, uh, was a hugely influential writer on ley lines, archaeoastronomy, Sacred Geometry and Earth Mysteries uh, passed away on the 24th of April after a long battle with cancer. Um, Some of his books include The View Over Atlantis and A Little History of Astroarchaeology, having a lot to do with... The History of Astrology? Astroarchaeology, yeah. Do you want me to follow that link and tell you what that might be about? That sounds interesting. Uh, well, it takes me to Amazon. I think I have this book. I wouldn't be surprised if I do, or I've seen it somewhere. Yeah. Um, I'm going to sneeze. That's not good. <laughs> well, oh, I, sorry. I would assume, I would assume that uh, astroarchaeology has to do with either the uh, the history of astrology or... Um, ancient cultural calendars. Uh, it has nothing to do with the ancient cultural calendars because the first part of the book is talking about Stonehenge and other uh-huh. similar astrological calendars. Yeah. Uh, one of his other books... <coughs> and wow. Phil is dead. Not quite, but almost. Secrets of the Stone, New Revelations of Astroarchaeology and the Mystical Science of Antiquity. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's that's cool stuff. Um, they actually had a special that I caught on uh, the Nebraska Public Television Station where um, there's like a uh, culture in... I want to say like New Mexico, that area, where they actually have like several cities that were built to line up with 
the rising and setting of the sun at specific times in in the year, like uh, the solstices and the equinoxes, etc. Like the entire walls of the city would be in line with the sun's path. And you know the the idea that even I mean even a hundred years ago you just didn't have the kind of technology to do that. And the fact that, you know, they developed an understanding of the cycles of the sun's paths that far back, I mean, just blows your mind. Okay, I'm here. I am here. I was listening. (laughs) I also muted myself so I could go below my head off for a while. Uh, you, right? Did you, okay. did you use a gun? <laughs> did you use a water um, gun? No, but I do need to get one of those nose bidets that would help with the sinus infection. Yeah. But yeah, in the past two days, I've gone through two boxes of Kleenex, if that tells you anything. Anyways, um, the last name on the list, I've been getting this information from the Wild Hunt blog, which is wildhunt.org slash blog. Uh, Suzanne Wanger, a.k.a. Adumi uh, Sorry, I'm going to mispronounce it again. Um, wow. Um Australian-born, iconic, Yoruba, traditional religion devotee, Suzanne Wanger, died uh, January something, 2009, at the age of 93. Wow. Isn't uh, Yoruba the uh, African deities? Uh, Yoruba is one of the African religions, yes. Uh, Describing herself uh, as a big loss. Uh, the Director General of the National Theater, National Troupe of Nigeria, Professor Ahmed Yurima, said the late Wanger's work in this international heritage status bestowed on the ocean, which is the gods, Osogbo, uh, uh-huh. uh, by the United Nations Education, Scientific, and Cultural Organization. So not only was she you know, active in her own tradition, her own religion, but she uh-huh. was somewhat active in politics. But yeah, nice. that was early this year. That was in January. Um, yeah, she was Austrian born, not Australian. Sorry, Austrian born. Uh, Yoruba <laughs> practitioner. Big difference. You know, speaking German versus their own bastardized version of English. As opposed to our own bastardized version of English? Okay. The Australian form of English is closer to true English than ours. Well, I know that. Either way, they're just a bunch of bloody bastards. Uh, well, it, it's the difference between Hugh Jackman and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Between who and Arnold Schwarzenegger? I'm sorry, you cut out for a second. Hugh Jackman and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Ah. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> Wolverine or the Governor? <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay. okay. Reasons why Sarah should not be kept up till two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Reasons why Phil should not be trying to do a podcast while sick. Speaking of trying to do things, uh, let's have a little music. Let's play some more Elven Drums with Woo-hoo. Awakening.
I always forget that that song has an abrupt end. Okay. <laughs> I'm too busy readying the rubber bands and the scalpel for you to pay attention. Yeah. But yay, thank you, somebody in the chat room, for reminding us that we fall back an hour when the show is over. Mm-hmm. No, that does not mean we're going to stay on for an extra hour. Oh, God, no. No. But, woohoo, that means I get an extra hour of sleep. Yeah. Thank goodness. <laughs> Mm. Oddly enough, nobody said anything at work about it. Luckily, all the clocks will reset themselves automatically at work because they're all computerized. Yay. Yay, computers. Sorry, I've been having issues with technology at work lately. Yeah. Can you say anything else? No. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Uh, okay. Anywho. Awakening. Good song. Nice segue. If I were a little more coherent, it would have been smoother. But Awakening. You know, we've been talking about around the time of Samhain, leading into the dark time of the year, that people are doing introspection, but they're also awakening themselves because they're paying more attention to what's going on in their mind, their heart, and their soul as opposed to what's going on around them. Or at least, hopefully, they are. Not everybody can because some people, they just, they don't want to be aware of what's going on with them. But most people, they do like to try to look at themselves. I mean, Ker Kuhule, um, Canadian police officer, well, former police officer, I believe he's retired from the force now, uh, and pagan liaison to wow. the uh, Canadian uh, police, not just in his area. But, yes, author of uh, Full Contact Magic, The Wiccan Warrior, and at least one other book that I can't remember right now. Um, he talks very plainly in um, Full Contact Magic about what he does at Solon at this time of year. And that's he reviews everything that has happened over the course of the last year to help himself determine if he has met uh, his goals mm-hmm. uh, or exceeded them, as well as he also starts planning for the next year. Now, during the dark time of the year, he's not actively doing any writing, workshops, stuff like that. If he's got them scheduled, the workshops, he does them. But he's not actively seeking to do that. He spends the dark time of the year working on himself, planning his next year, uh, helping to determine if he actually has the time in the next year to do all of these things that people want him to do or if he needs to spend time with himself, with his wife, with his family. And, you know, a lot of people don't actually take the time to do that, period, ever, in a story. Well, no. The the thing is, I mean... The the truth is, our society has actually set things up to minimize the amount of introspection that we are, you know, that we, quote unquote, have to do. I mean, think about it. You know, the, the very beginning of the dark of the year, you have Halloween. 
you got to buy the candy. you got to do the costumes. you got to do the trick-or-treating. You know, these are like, you know, if you don't do it, you're somehow, you know, neglecting you're your humble. children. Or Yes. Then, not even a month later, you got Thanksgiving where, you you know, you got to – so some people have to host Thanksgiving. Either way, you know, you probably have to prepare some kind of a dish. And you know what? If you only have one Thanksgiving thing to go to, you're pretty darn lucky. Then, a mere month after that, you have the holidays. And by God, you better have all of your shopping done the day after Thanksgiving or sooner, or else you are screwed. So essentially, you know, oh, and and a week later after that, you have um, New Year's Day, you know, all of these social things where, you know, if you don't participate in these, you know, there's always something about it that, that, uh, you know, is set up to make you feel bad. So it really, our, our culture doesn't encourage any kind of introversion. And and that's actually kind of sad, you know. Yeah. That's you know just my opinion, but yeah. <laughs> you know, by the by the time you even get time to do the introversion, it's already mostly gone. Yeah, and then right before the uh, <coughs> you know the daylight hours and all that equalize and start getting longer, you have the dreaded. Valentine's Day. Yes, the the VD day. VD, yeah. Yeah, VD. Where everybody celebrates venereal disease. I mean, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, (laughs) Celebrates Venus and love and sex. You've read that poem of mine. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, you know. You know, you might have to read that for a Valentine's show. Yeah. Again, we go back to the old cussing on the podcast thing. Hey, it's poetry. Yeah, well, it is. But yeah, um, modern culture is seemingly set up to make it very difficult for people to reflect upon themselves. It's not seeming. Um, the majority of people are... And, and, you know, I I understand that people have, you know, periods where they they flip back and forth or, you know, there's some who are more than others, but the majority of people are extroverts. Uh And society caters to that. You know, extroversion is considered the more positive version. It's the masculine. It's the yang. You know, all, all of this stuff. That's what people want. So they you know, society actually, and, you know, I say society, it's actually a historical growth that, that yeah. I'm talking about. We have historically grown towards minimizing the amount of introspection, introversion that we will allow. I mean, let's face it, as you well know, we, it's even frowned upon if you take time for yourself, if you're dying of some sort of illness. Yeah. <laughs> It's just you're not a good enough uh, citizen if you do stuff like that. And, yes, um, uh, my birthday is right smack in the middle of of all of this stuff, um, being a, uh, a late January. 
So, and and to me, honestly, I mostly approach my birthday as yet another rare reason that I have to put up with people when I really just don't want to. Aww. Yeah. But, I mean, you know me. I... Mm. As as weird as it sounds to the people who who hear me, to the people who know me on on the internet and stuff, I am a true introvert. When it's time for me to to go hibernate, it's time for me to go hibernate, and and far be it from anybody to stand in my way because I will rip off heads. Yeah, and you're moving into your third period of not being able to hibernate. Yeah, I take the five ten minutes that I can get. Yeah. But uh yeah, there's there's a term for the holiday season that I always butcher, but it's essentially combining Christmas, Yule, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, and a couple of other traditional holidays. Oh, into one word. Are you gonna because, try yeah, it? there's just huh? Are you gonna what? try to say it? No, I'm not gonna try to say it. I think oh, next time I talk to Lady Ree down in uh, Colorado, I'm going to, like, record her saying it and <laughs> practice it. Because she gets it just right. <coughs> it's like Chris Mika won the Yule. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. But anywho, yeah, that's a couple of months off, but you're right. We go into the highly commercialized season from... Uh-huh. The, essentially, from the first of October through the fifteenth of February, it is commercialization, mm-hmm. well, which and, is and very anti. It, it, it's very much anti being yourself because you got to do all these mm-hmm. things for other people. You know what I did to get ready for uh, Halloween this year? Uh, to buy candy. Um. Did I buy any candy? No, I don't think so. Um, 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 the closest I did was I bought myself a thing of eggnog because it's available in October now instead of having to wait till oh, November. Yeah. yeah eggnog, eggnog with butter, scotch, schnapps. Oh. That's the closest I did this year for getting ready for Halloween. Yeah. Um, the, the thing that I really hate is um, my family whether they, you know, will just come out and say it or not, uh, probably at least half the people in my family who I have to buy for will actually sit there and, and mentally calculate how much you probably spent on them and whether it is actually, you know, uh, equal to the amount of money that they would have spent on you or that they feel is required for you to spend on them. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's like you know what? See, I I don't I don't pay much attention to how much money I spend. To me, it's you know whether the gift fits the person. Yeah. Hey, I will admit, over the last several years, a lot of my holiday shopping I've done at Dollar Tree. Uh huh. At local. I, I'm store. actually, I, I'm actually thinking of doing uh, basket gifts this year. Mm-hmm. I've like also been known gifts. to re-gift. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody gives me something, or I something for myself. I never use it. Yeah. I know somebody who can. 
It yeah. goes to them. I've done that well, for years. <laughs> I don't do that so much with books ago. anymore because they all go into the lending library. Yeah. Uh, a long time mm-hmm. ago, uh, my mother, who who does most of the gift purchasing for, for me and my brother, uh, she learned a long time ago, don't even bother. She comes up to me around, uh, uh, well, yeah, right around this time of year and says, Sarah, what do you want for Christmas? And I tell her. And that's what she gets me. Last year I got a Kindle. <laughs> Funny, it was exactly what I wanted. I was so excited. She got me Yay. a whole bunch of other things, too. And, and I was like, yeah, 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 where's the Kindle? <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty got- much assured two things every year for uh, the winter holidays. Underwear a and calendar clothes. and a gift certificate to a bookstore. <coughs> yeah. No, the underwear and socks my mother doesn't bother with anymore because she's like, well, if you're going to wear them, you'll buy them yourself. <laughs> yeah. My mother likes to buy underwear, socks, and pajamas. You know, uh, socks I only wear half the year. Underwear, okay, yeah. But, you know, she never gets, you know, the exact right size. And pajamas, well, unless I'm, you know, sleeping in a hotel with, you know, people that I'm not in a relationship with, why am I wearing pajamas? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Oh, yeah. But Anywho. Her heart's in the right place, right? Completely straight from our topic. Yeah. Completely. Well, So yes let's see no. if this next piece of music will get us both back on topic. Let's see if you can guess what it is, Kali. Is it Shadows? Ding, 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 ding. You are a wiener. <laughs>
by Chris Armstrong. Before that, we had Shadows by Elven Drums. Okay, we are back. 
Are you there, Kali? I'm not back. I'm front. Your front? Yes. Okay. You've been backed enough, so now you're going to be fronted. That's better than no, affronted. I'm going to be confrontational. Fronted? Eh? Huh? Eh? Eh? Cut out. You yeah, cut out so on did my you. End. You cut Woo-hoo. out on my end. Woohoo! Well, I guess it was mutual. Yes, it was a mutual cut. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah. There uh, goes another quarter into the pen jar. Well, maybe I better make that two quarters. That was a really lousy one. Uh, oh, honey, that was like a dollar fifty. I don't have a dollar fifty to spare right now. I've been spending my money on cold medicine. Well, use the pen jar to buy your cold medicine. What exactly <laughs> is the pen jar supposed to be spent on, anyways? I'm not entirely sure. You would have to ask your oh. uh, snoring husband. At 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 work. Um. One of my coworkers tried to institute the cuss jar because everybody was cussing so much. And, uh, you know, after a while, we realized that she was using the money for her weekly margaritas. And so we cussed a lot more and didn't put any money in. Of course, I told her that uh, she could take the uh, the money that I owed the cuss jar out of my Christmas bonus, which we don't actually get one. However, my Christmas bonus got quite big. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. sure it did. Precisely. Eh, well, you know. Something's got to be and big. It should be an invisible Christmas bonus. <laughs> Woohoo! On that note. Okay. <sighs> okay. Yeah. Introspection. Honoring of the uh, dead for the year. Um, what else? Oh. Eh? Reincarnation. Oh, reincarnation. Yeah, you cut out yeah. again. I don't well, like combined you. with the uh, nasal head voice going on here, I'm surprised <laughs> anybody can understand what I'm saying. We can't we just pretend. Yeah, a lot of people just smile and nod. Like, that's yeah. nice, dear. Now sit down before you hurt yourself. <laughs> really? I thought it was just me. Uh, no. And uh, reincarnation. reincarnation. Well, this is a good time to think about reincarnation because this would be the the time of the year that represents the time between lives. It's one of those time between times. Perhaps the most magical time of, you know, time between time, space between space, is uh, the witching hour on February 29th. Hey, I'm not even going there. (laughs) The only reason why that popped into my head is because the, uh, the key tosser showed up at work tonight for a while. Ah, uh, yes. I, I sent her and um, um, her friend from Syracuse to uh, Julia so that Julia had to deal with her tonight. That's just kind of mean. 
eh, I don't know. But, mm-hmm. yeah, if he called me while I was, you know, trying to get ready for work, as in, you know, I was sleeping till, oh, I have to be to work at 3, I'll sleep till 2. And he called me. It's like, anything going on tonight? I'm like, yes. Someone celebration at Julia's. What time? Seven. <laughs> okay. Well, I see you there. No, I'll be at work. And then they happened to stop in at where I was working so that they could get soda on their way there. Okay, great. Anywho, I think you know who I'm talking about when I say our friend from Syracuse. The one that's not no. been married in the first of the brothers. Oh, yes. Yeah. The other one brother is expecting members. another child. Yeah. The other brother is expecting a, another child. Bugak. But not with his ex-wife this time. Yeah. But anyway, so you're, talk, you're talking about Double D. Yeah, Double D. There we go. Yeah. Okay. Now that we've like confused all of our listeners, and they're going, okay, is this the podcast or is this Gossip Hour? We sometimes uh... talk in code, and sometimes we forget that we're talking on the podcast, and yeah, we confuse everybody. But you know, it yeah. is twenty cell two slash one Central Time. Yeah, daylight savings time thing about Bobber time change. Woo-hoo. Gonna get all confusing. Fetishes? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Looking we're, at the chat uh-huh. room and getting confused. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anywho, so yeah, this is going to be one of those rather disjointed. What the? Are they talking about shows? But hey, we got to have one of those once in a while. What? This is our second one this month. <laughs> Yeah. Although this is technically November 1st, not October 31st, so it's our first one this month. Well, yeah, except you know the rules. Yay for Virgil. It's not morning until tomorrow, and it's... No, it's not tomorrow until morning, and it's not morning until you've gone to bed. In that case, it's still 1999. I think I've lost about 10 years worth of sleep somewhere over the time. Yes, happy yeah. solid to our chatters. We've got one that I think is getting ready to leave, so I decided that it's the bed. Yep. Okay. Solid actually can last for a month, depending on your tradition, the entire month of November. Mm-hmm. That was not your total randomness. That was a response to what somebody said in the chat room. Yes. But yes, uh, by some tradition, Samhain is a month-long celebration. Yes. I like the whole idea where, you know what, if you're celebrating a a nighttime ritual, it can last all night. Or, as the pagan polka says, until the mead's all gone. <laughs> and you know what, I haven't seen the mead yet, so it can't be gone. Why is the rum always gone? Sorry. Oh, you're here. That's why the rum's always gone. Yes, uh, at work tonight, I've got to see some rather interesting costumes. Some of them were pitiful. Some of them were funny. Some of them were actually quite good. Uh, Captain Jack Sparrow. 
And I believe he yeah. did buy a bottle of rum. <laughs> um, Hunter S. Thompson and his Samoan lawyer. <laughs> and I know who they were as soon as I walked in the door. <laughs> Had to card them, of course, because, well, everybody that was came in the end of costumes was buying alcohol. Yeah. The costumes can certainly throw off your ability to discern age. Well, there was also stings going on this weekend. Uh, yeah. State and local police stings. So, yeah, we were carding everybody. Yeah, some really good costumes, some really pitiful ones. Um, somebody asked me where my costume was, and I'm like, what? I'm a witch. <laughs> that so reminds me of the Wednesday Adams. I'm a serial killer. We look just like everyone else. <laughs> and I did have a serial killer come in tonight, too. The serial killer, as he said. Dressed all in black, uh, face painted white, uh, with a uh, super soaker full of milk. And oh, God. He was shooting the Cheerios, wasn't chest. he? Uh, something like that, yeah. Uh, spoons <laughs> across his chest like uh, in a uh, bullet thing. Yeah. Yeah, bullet belt. <laughs> and uh, he had the cutouts uh, from various cereals. Those were his trophies from his kills. Mm-hmm. I'm just, uh, you yeah. know, when, he, when I, he said he was serial killer, I'm like, mm, you don't look like Matthew Lillard. He's like, huh? <laughs> Matthew Lillard. Serial killer from Hackers. No kidding. Oh, yeah, that's the serial killer. Thank you. Also oddly attractive in that uber geeky sort of way. I know. I loved him in like 13 Ghosts. Like it's the, uh, yeah, the psychic on 13 Ghosts. Yeah. Or, just wanted so. to jump that boy's bones. Wow. Kind of lost it as Shaggy on Scooby-Doo, though. Uh, but really, I mean, could you have picked a better actor for for Shaggy? I mean, seriously. Dude had it down. Yeah, true, true, very true. But yeah, that 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 rough and and smart assy uh, psychic on Thirteen goes rough. Just makes me a woman fuzzy inside. I'm not gonna touch that one with anybody's ten foot pole. <laughs> oh, honey, if you've got access to a ten foot pole, you shouldn't be sleeping alone. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, nobody would want to sleep with me right now because I'd cough hack. Oh, yeah. Annie Boo Yep. Did I just hear your husband? Was it a snore? Okay, maybe I'm just hearing things. Yeah. yeah. He, he only snores right now. Yes, it's really strange this weekend. About ready it's to a get dead, in the moment. It's a dead, quiet apartment. Ooh. There's no lazy beast. We got rid of him. Yeah. And I don't have a storm crow in the room next to me snoring. Loud enough I know. To you know, he could have the decency to prove his love for me by at least staying up and listening to the silly podcast. That's okay. 
you wore I, him I, I've out. already... Doing what? I don't know, by making him be the one He's... to take Bug around. And I was right there with him. Yeah, but were you the one carrying Bug when he wanted to be carried? What, the whole block? Eh? He he only carried bug for a block. Okay. All right. He he does no he doesn't get out of it that easily. <laughs> I don't know. He's just a lazy bastard. Yes, we're gonna go with that one. <coughs> but any boobos. <sighs> What's another yeah. thing that people commonly think about this time of year? Um, um, well, I commonly I'll give you think a hint. It begins with a G. Um, we did a show on it a couple of weeks ago. Um... G- g- goats. Close, close. Ghosts. Oh, I like goats better. They mow your lawn. Ah, <laughs> uh, Nebraska, where the men are men and the sheep are scared. And the goats just know better. Oh, honey, the men around here don't have that much skill. Ugh. Hey, considering the dry spell I've had, I think I'll agree with you on that one. <laughs> yeah. So what about this? You know, well, the veil between the worlds is at one of its thinnest points around Solomon. Mm-hmm. So that is a time that some of the non-corporeal entities may try to cross back over and visit if you will. Yeah. Uh, haunt you or just pop in and say, hello, I'm still around. Why haven't you done what you said you were going to do when I was on my deathbed? Oh, sorry. Mm. I have no respect for you and I don't want to do what I said. I mean... Your mother's still <laughs> alive. Oh, honey, like she's not the only person I have uh, supposed shared DNA with that I don't respect. Uh, I mean, no, yeah, we're not going to go into my heart. that. We're not going to go into that one. No. no. <laughs> if we go into that one, this is going to turn from pagan musings to pagan therapy. Hey, I'm not Freudian. I don't blame it all on my mother. Just the stuff that's actually her fault. <laughs> but, point in the near future, we may have to have an episode that is Pig and Musings Therapy. Therapy, yes. She's a drug. Liquor. Ooh, baby. On the arm. On the arm! Ew! What? Nothing. I just had a flash of Robin Williams and female Viagra. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Robin Williams is awesome. Yes. Except today, I got yeah. my Netflix movie in, 
Lou Isn't Who, she which great? is good on Netflix. Isn't she great? Isn't Not she seen. great? Um, Bette Midler and Nathan Lane. The uh, biopic of uh, um, Jackie Suzanne, who wrote The Valley of the Dolls. Mm-hmm. Good movie. Funny as all get oh, out. Oh, hold on. I have yeah. seen that. I have yeah. seen that. And it's got uh, um, uh, Car- uh, Carol. Uh, oh, God. What's her name? Channing. Carol Channing. Carol Channing? Carol Channing. Okay, she was who the was? one in Greece? She was the one, in, one Greece? in Greece? Um the 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 Okay. Um Tu Wong Fu. Julie Newmark? Channing. Oh, Stockard yes, Channing. Stockard Channing. Okay. Yeah. You too. Crazy woman. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Bette Midler, Stockard Channing, Nathan Lane. It's like a gay man's wet dream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, yes, yes. I was I was actually getting ready to go over to IMDB and look it up since you were totally lost. What do you mean I was totally lost? I just couldn't remember the name. <laughs> well, okay, I'll give you that one. Yeah. Everybody in the chat room thought you were talking about Carol Channing too. Mm. <laughs> okay, yes, Stalker Channing, uh, 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 the first lady on West Wing. Yeah, but one of my favorite way, roles. I mean, but either way, yeah. The, the, the thing I love about about Bette Midler is she always has those roles that just allows her to do that that overly dramatic acting that fits so perfectly with, with her. You know what I'm talking about. She plays drama queens. I'm sorry, what? Bette Midler? Did I just lose Sarah? There we go. What about her? Bette Midler plays drama queens. Yes, she and is she so the queen. Well. She is the divine she, Ms. M. She is. I mean, it's just like... The the scene in Isn't She Great when she's threatening to commit suicide is just so hilarious. Yeah. Uh, well, my favorite Bette Midler movie that's quite fitting for this time of year, we mentioned it once already, Hocus Pocus. Mm-hmm. I I'm put a, a spell a, on I, you oh, yeah. and spell your mind. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, There's a reason why I don't sing, especially when I'm sick. <laughs> yeah. And apparently one of the neighborhood cats is agreeing with you because she's screaming outside. <laughs> she thought it was... Uh... Wait, Phil, did you accidentally cast a love spell on a cat? No, 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 your husband did. Um... You want to... uh, no, I'm not even going to say it on the show. I am not going to say it on the show. That is just rude, crude, and lewd. You would probably think the same thing that I was. Yep. <laughs> Could have left yeah. on a cat because he wanted to get a little something, something. Yeah. 
Okay, so... I, I suddenly am wanting to watch a James Bond movie, Octopussy. <laughs> there we go. Now everybody knows what we're talking about. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay, so anywho. Um, let's see, death, dying, introspection, uh, reincarnation, um... This is Pagan Musings. Phil dying uh, on the air. Phil's dying on the air. And we have five minutes left. So instead of rambling and trying to figure out what the heck we're going to say, let's see here. Music? I was kind of thinking that. Yeah. Here's an appropriate piece by Dave the Bard. The wheel. Love Dave the Bard.
Thank you all for listening to Pagan Musings on this solemn night. Sorry for all of the confusion with my medicine head and being detached. We'll catch you next week, where hopefully I'll be well. And Kali, do you have anything to say? Good night. Have a good solemn. Blessed be to everyone. You've been there, right? You put on that jacket you haven't worn in like six months. Reach into the pocket and find a McCafe brewed coffee. Well, not really, but there is a crumpled old dollar in there. And on McDonald's, one, two, three dollar menu, that's the price of any size McCafe brewed coffee or a savory sausage biscuit. Oh, and check the other pocket, too. There'll be a tasty sausage McMuffin in there. Find more one dollar breakfast favorites on the one, two, three dollar menu at McDonald's. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Tax extra. You've been there, right? You put on that jacket you haven't worn in like six months. Reach into the pocket and find a McCafe brewed coffee. Well, not really, but there is a crumpled old dollar in there. And on McDonald's, one, two, three dollar menu, that's the price of any size McCafe brewed coffee or a savory sausage biscuit. Oh, and check the other pocket, too. There'll be a tasty sausage McMuffin in there. Find more one dollar breakfast favorites on the one, two, three dollar menu at McDonald's. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Tax extra.